You're listening to the Last Lap Podcast, where we uncover the struggles athletes face when transitioning into the professional world. There's purpose beyond the field, and you are never alone. Now your hosts, Cassie and Trey. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? It's night for us, but we are wide awake. I'm here with the infamous Cassie Jennings, um, and we are excited to be here today. Honestly, it's been a journey. You know, we've been getting everything started. She's been doing the legwork, getting all the branding. She's just, oh, she's on top of it. But Cassie, uh, I'm going to hand it off to you. How you doing today? I'm doing great. You know, all the technical issues, but we here, baby. We here. You hear me. We here. The last lap, baby, this podcast is very special to both of us, near and dear to student athletes here. We're trying to represent um, not only just collegiate student athletes, but student athletes across the country, whether you play sports or you're just active. You, I feel like people just have struggles that they can relate to. This is just that that platform that we feel like we can connect with you. So, uh, so Cassie, why don't you tell the people a little bit about your background? Like where, where did Cassie Jennings become Cassie Jennings? Yeah, so awesome. So yeah, so currently I pole vault at the University of Central Missouri. Fifth year, best year. Shout out to all the fifth years, six years, seventh years. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a journey, man. I I think back to like five years ago, if someone would have been like, so are you gonna, you know, be in college for five years? I would have said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But uh, man, it's been awesome. I transferred from Truman State University. Yep. Shout out to my Truman people. Bulldogs. Go dogs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I transferred my sophomore year, middle of my sophomore year, um, just to a better program. And, you know, it's it's been a struggle my last lap, but we just got to keep going. That's, I feel that's that. the world of the story. Just keep going. And that's the motto. Just up. keep swimming. Yeah, no, you just got to keep going for sure. I mean, that's what that's what it's all about. That process had to be stressful, you know, transferring and figuring out a new school, not only figuring out a new school, but coming there and dominating, like literally, you know, putting in the work to get the results you got. Like, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so it was pretty crazy. I transferred in the middle of the year. Um, it was January. I actually told the coach here that I committed in December, two weeks later, found a place to stay, moved there and showed up to practice. And I was like, what's up guys? Like, I'm your new teammate. They're like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? Um, So yeah, it was definitely an adjustment. It was, it's one of those things that that first semester was probably the hardest hardest thing to go through I mean I didn't know anyone here and I just knew I was like this is the best option for me I said if I want to get to the next level I said I gotta be here um my freshman year uh I won the GLVC in outdoor pole vault so I kind of knew I was like I need some tougher competition if I'm going to get to that national level and yeah you hear that folks she needed more comp she had to go get it and that's what she did yeah, so I had to get out of my comfort zone, and I did that, and yeah, so I've gone on to be a three-time All-American, and wow. in one of the toughest conference, MIAA, shout out. Yeah, and congratulations, that's a feat. I mean, yeah. getting All-American once, getting any accolades is incredible, but to get three-time All-American, that's 
That's pretty damn good. I say so myself. It is. It's crazy. Looking back, my dad was so mad when I transferred. And now he's like, <laughs> yeah, you would have never accomplished as much as you have. And I'm Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Parents are always going. I mean, especially since they obviously raised us in the sport, they're always going to be hard and just want to, you know, think they got the best interest or make decisions for us. Like, you know, sometimes you're just going to have to trust us. Like as the kids, you know, like that we we got your, your parents and your how you want us to be. And then we know we're going to make the right decision. So yeah. I'm glad you bet on yourself and didn't take that to heart. No, exactly. And that's something that I always tell people. I mean, I'm about to move to Arizona, 20 hours away from home. Wow. I, I'm like, you got to get out of your comfort zone. The best oh, yeah. things happen when you get out of that comfort zone. Absolutely. So I'm like excited. So yeah, this podcast, Last Lap, all about, you know, life after sports, getting that transition into adulthood because oh, yeah. it's not easy it's not it's easy. not easy it's really not easy and they don't tell you about it all you hear your whole life is oh don't grow up too fast you don't want to do the like okay yeah you hear those cliches but nobody really tells you like how to mentally physically emotionally like transition into being a young adult like it's kind of like yeah you get taught lessons but nobody really it's nobody just talking about it nobody exactly. talks about the struggles there are struggles it's hard like yeah it's yeah. fun it's exciting but yeah it's, it's got some downside oh yeah well and I mean even just like being on a team in a workplace compared to a team oh, yeah. a sports team like right I mean those are some of my best friends I mean I tell everybody I'm like they're like are you gonna miss pole vaulting I'm like I mean I might but I'm gonna miss the people I'm like my best friends are people that I go day in and day out, you know, in the trenches. I mean, you can probably say oh, yeah. the same thing about, you know, your football teammates. I mean, oh, yeah, absolutely. You battle with every single day. Yeah, for real. Because, I mean, they're the ones, obviously, your teammates are the ones that's going through the struggle with you. Like, in college, you really learn how to become a young man or a young woman, like, with these people. Like, you go through experiences, you laugh, you cry, you go through ups and downs, and you, like, play together too so like you really do form that family um I mean coach is always gonna preach family but at the end of the day you really get in your individual relationships like because you see some obviously cultures and coaches like preach family and then it really isn't within it's just kind of talked about you break it down on that but obviously they don't stand on that it's not a pillar for real so um it's pretty cool to see that actually come to fruition and when you get to talk to people and build those relationships yeah it's awesome it's incredible but oh, yeah. yeah but now let's let's hear about your story I mean you're, oh, you're yeah. kind of you're kind of a semester ahead of me you know into the real world <laughs> kind of figuring yeah. it out so I'm you know. trying to figure it out. Something's happening, but uh, now we're going. We're swimming. Uh, yeah, I got my own place now. Thank God. Um, you know, it's been a struggle trying to just adjust and get everything. But you realize like how much stuff you need when you're on your own. When you when I have roommates at college, like somebody brought a couch, somebody brought a chair, like somebody bought a rug. We went in on a lamp. Like we all went in and like furnished stuff and like bought stuff and like shared cooking, cleaning response. Like it was fun. Like obviously it's like what college is about, but then you get on your own and you like, okay, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta like cook for myself, clean all this up. Like I see this mess here. Oh, that's mine. I got to fold laundry. It's, it's a lot, but yeah, no, um, transition to that, um, after graduating, cause I am a semester ahead, sadly, it's, uh, it's been fun, uh, to say the least. Still training, still working out, um, trying to keep in shape. Got a pro day May 21st, actually. Looking forward to that. Um, didn't get to participate in the Mizzou pro day, but uh, 
definitely grateful to be able to participate in this one. So uh, looking forward to that. But yeah, I went to Western Illinois right out of high school. Uh, got recruited to play outside linebacker, safety kind of deal. Then went played there, redshirted, um, played my redshirt freshman year, kind of rotated and didn't play as much sophomore year. Then redshirt junior year, that just really blew me because we just kept losing. And I'm like, bro, I'm not playing. And we losing, I'm bouncing. Got my degree, <laughs> got my degree for the free. Went to grad school, entered the portal. That portal was crazy. Let me tell you that. It was nuts. Absolutely. But yeah, it's the wild west in there. But for real, you uh you just gotta get it. Made it out the portal. Uh got to Lindenwood. Thank God they gave me an opportunity. I love that school. Met a lot of great people there that are probably gonna be in my wedding one day. Um, and just a lot of great connections and people that I really got to, like you said, the people is really what made it what it was. Um, because yeah, the facilities are nice, like you know, the Food's nice, the houses, I mean, whatever you can stay in. But, like, it's really about the people and experiences that I had that really made that better than, I'd say, Western. But yeah, I had a lot of brothers that I still talk to to this day that still go to Western. But my overall experience was definitely better at Lindenwood. Um, but, yeah, no, graduating and uh, transitioning to young adulthood has been interesting, to say the least. Um, it's got its struggles. It's definitely fun, though. Uh, you got a lot of freedom. You plan your own schedule kind of around work or whatever. But, you know, uh, definitely keeping in tune with working out and training. I got to stay up on that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So how's your transition been from, you know, you go from, I mean, you're still training for pro day, but, you know, kind of switching to that like nine to five you know, you don't, you don't get the breaks in between like you do with school. Yeah, no, with school, like, it was lovely. I took that for granted, like, because it was a point during COVID, like, I got so ahead in grad school that for my last semester uh, playing football, I actually only take one class, like, literally took one eight-week class, then for the rest of the season, I just played football, like, that it was lovely. So <laughs> I'm like, I was so used to just, you know, having my own time, like, being able to go do extra workouts, extra stretching, extra fit, whatever, just like doing that and having my own time and money in the bank still cool, no bills, no responsibilities, but ball, like to having to go and pay rent, pay utilities, going to work a job to go and pay these things and still also having to go train and then still do the same thing. Like it's kind of added on to it. And I think low key uh, going to Lindenwood taught me that too, because uh, when I was at Western, when I went to Lindenwood. Lindenwood was D2. Um, and at Western, they direct deposited our money to our account. So we got to spend our money how we saw fit. At Lindenwood, they just paid the housing off and they gave you a meal plan. So you just had to eat what they got. Like you could go get a meal plan swipe, but any extra money you didn't have in your pocket. Western always had extra money from the direct deposit because like that's what they, they give you the whole scholarship. Oh, yeah. Bro, I had to go get a job and I was sick. I ain't worked my whole life. My mom and dad, I used to cut grass like in high school, but my dad never let me work. He always wanted me to focus on like working out and playing football, trying to get to college. So like I had to go work at a moving company with one of my roommates. I worked at the bar, like I had an internship at a finance company. Like I was just doing anything and everything. Like I was just trying to uh yeah, for real, just trying to get a bag, like trying to get some money because things cost. I got a dog too, so you know he's expensive. But yeah, yeah uh, not nah, DoorDash and just doing random stuff just to get by. But no, nah, I mean that time I really appreciated. That was cool. I'd rather you know do that kind of work now. You really working? You on your own? Like you can't go back. <laughs> you can't. Go I know, back. and it's like yeah, there's that's the so crazy more part. Responsibilities. Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah, like you gotta. Real, I had to figure job. out benefits. 
I never like 401k. Like <laughs> I am 24 years old. What do I look like? Yeah, it's great. It's great to start a 401k. I'm not downplaying it. Go get a Roth IRA, people. If you're young, go do it. I'm telling you. But I'm it's just crazy. Like I always saw that stuff like as adults when I was a kid growing up. And I'm like, dang, like that's crazy. Like they are my mom and dad talking about 401ks. I'm like, dang, that's nuts. But now I'm here, I'm like, ew, this is <laughs> like, I know this literally. Is it's like I have to pay for my own like health care now. So you're care. Me that if I go to the hospital, yes. I gotta pay for it now. Like yes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But you know what's crazy? Canada is free. It's included. They just take it out your taxes and then it don't even cost. Yeah, that's so crazy. It's nuts. But no, here everything costs so much. You gotta pay insurance. You gotta pay. Oh my gosh. Like if you make owing taxes, for, speaking of taxes, the amount of taxes Illinois took out of my paycheck is heart-wrenching. Like I want to throw up. About it's how like much money <laughs> it is disgusting. I literally, if I can make they need to stop. Why put gross pay on there? I don't want to see that. Just tell me how much money you've given me so I can feel yeah. better about myself. That's ridiculous, bro. That just literally made me so sick when I saw that. I'm like, that's no. Yeah, being grown is ridiculous. You got to deal with stuff like that. Like, I never even thought. I mean, I knew Uncle Sam was real, but you you meet him when you were young adult. Let's say that. When you really on your own. For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, tell me about Arizona. Like, what what sparked that move? I know you talked about moving out there. I, I know you got a little bit before your young adult journey fully starts. But, you know, talk me about that. Yeah. No, it's going to come quicker. I keep looking how many weeks less we have of school. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I literally have nothing prepared. But I do at the same time. Um, well, kind of a backstory. All my close friends, like, know this story. Even my coach. Um. Yeah, he gives me a hard time. Anybody who's on my track team <laughs> knows the whole story that my coach tries to say. Okay. Um, so originally, my whole plan was was to move out to Vegas when I graduated. Okay. I am telling you, I feared I was going to have that identity crisis where I was like, uh-huh. oh my gosh, I'm not going to know what I'm going to like do with my life. Sports right. is going to be over. Literally live and breathe it right now. I, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. And, right. you know, you spend so many years giving your life to your sport that exactly. I feel like sometimes you forget to like breathe and you forget to like live mm-hmm. and, you know, taking a step back from it this year. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, I got hurt and I really like learned the importance of, you know, there's a time and place to put in the work, but also like enjoy the journey. Like, absolutely. The journey is what makes it. It's not the end goal mm-hmm. of, you know, being on a podium. Like those are right. great. But, yeah. you know, looking back, I'm like, I will take the people I've met, the experiences I've had over, you know, getting to that end goal. Like, don't Absolutely. get me wrong. It's great. It's yeah. Super, but, oh, yeah, it feels amazing. But yeah. <laughs> so I thought I was going to have that. So I was like telling my parents, I was like dead set. I was like, I'm moving to Vegas. We're going to mm-hmm. figure it out. I'll be a bottle girl. We'll, you know. We're, we're gonna we're gonna figure it out and yeah. it was kind of funny because my coach made a comment because you know usually what people do in Vegas is not bottle service it's more dancing so when I told him I was gonna move to Vegas that's what he thought you know I was just gonna go out there for dancing purposes and you know yeah. I was a pole vaulter so right two and two together I was like yeah absolutely not but uh so I hadn't applied for any jobs and then come November a recruiter reached out to me I remember looking at my roommate. I was like, 
what's the worst that's going to happen? I go through right. the yeah. I literally picked Scottsdale because it was the closest office to Vegas. Like I literally, when they said, Hey, where would you want to like, like work? Where would you want to live? I was like, Oh yeah. Scottsdale sounds fun. Like not even like thinking it's like serious. Right. And then went through the whole process. And I remember the last interview I like got on the phone with my mom and I was like, I love these people. I love this company. Yo. I love they're about. And I was like, I think I'm going to accept it. And then literally a month later I went and visited out there and I was like yeah this this is me this is where I want to be and yeah so that's kind of the story of how I came to my job and I do I love the company I work for and it's going to be fun it's going to be fun and I even convinced one of my teammates on my team that to move out there from the Chicago office so wow so you got a going out there too Hey, you got it. You got it already. You got to figure it out then. Yeah. So it's going to be exciting, but I definitely, I mean, there's obviously that's still like fear and anxiety of like, what is really going to feel like when it's over? I mean, kind of, I've tried to like prepare myself, but no one really does. No one prepares you for that life after sports and No. no one wants to talk about it because, you know, we're, we're built to push through everything we're built to not feel we're built to not feel those emotions that you know that makes yeah. us weak but like it doesn't it's okay exactly. to feel it's okay to struggle it's yeah. okay to kind of like lose yourself and refine who you are because mm-hmm. I mean this has been your life I mean like I can't tell you the last time I haven't done sports <laughs> you know thanks like literally you can't even remember when you didn't do sports like that's how young you were and it's to the point where like you're like okay, I don't have this coach telling me what to do every day. I don't have to be a certain place at a certain time. Like, and you realize like throughout your journey, you were taught to be tough, like be tough, be tough, tough it out, whether it's through injury, whether it's through like mental distress, emotional, and you just hold everything in for so long. So tough, bottle everything. And then when you get done with sports, like, yeah, a lot of people do, I'm not going to say a lot, but some people have the aspirations to go, professional whether that be like go to the olympics or just go play pro ball somewhere but not everybody does so when like the cleats hang up like the jerseys hung up and the last lap is done it's all said and done like that of rush of emotion will hit whether you feel numb at that moment or not but you just feel it and it's not bad like as an athlete you gotta like realize you're a person too you got to feel that emotion you got to let that happen and that's literally what I had to go through I went through that um shoot right after I graduated I had to go get surgery after graduation and that kind of made my transition even more bitter if I'm being honest it was like wow like dang now I am still training for my pro day but it just felt like such an uphill battle like I was like wow okay not only did I just finish my last college season but I just had surgery. I just felt so down bad. And I was just so in doubt about everything. I was scared to even have surgery. But having it coming through another side, like you said earlier, it's all about the process. It's never, I'm not going to say never. The end goal feels great. When you reach that destination, it feels pretty good. But it's really about that process. And I feel like God has taught me a lot on this journey that I've been on. Uh, and it's not for everybody. Everybody goes through a different you know, athletic journey and also a different walk of life. So everybody's purpose is different. So you just got to, you know, figure that out. Like you said, you got to find that purpose, like outside of 
sports. You have to find that identity. You got to find hobbies, things that make you you. Like if somebody asks you what you love to do, and obviously sports will be the first thing that come to mind. Like what's number two, three, four, or five? Like outside of your family, like what are your hobbies? What do you what are your interests? What do you actually enjoy doing? Like what you spend your time on is what you care about. And obviously we spent all our time on sports this whole time. So it shows obviously our dedication to it. But when that's over, at least like when the last bell rings, even Tom Brady has to hang it up, even though he came out of retirement. Yeah, but <laughs> he'll, he'll hang it up one day, I, I believe. Uh, maybe, maybe. But uh, yeah, no, somebody, you got to hang it up one day. So it happens to everybody. So it's just something I feel like people got to deal with and acknowledge, but nobody really talks about it, like you said. Yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah, and that, I mean, that's one of the big motivators of this podcast and starting this is so people don't feel alone. Thanks. Um, you're you're going through it i'm gonna get ready to go through it and you know thousands of other people are gonna go through it too and it's okay to seek that help and that's something that i stress with people like not only is it gonna be hard after but even during it i'm like i wish i had that person who would have looked at me and it's like hey it's okay to feel this way it's okay to feel over you know overwhelmed with emotions it's okay to be like it's okay to get that help when you need it. Like, yeah, you are an athlete, but I even say, I'm like, if every school had a sports psychologist, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, the numbers, like even just, you know, the, what would you say? Like the quality of life student athletes would have more. Because yeah. I can't tell you how many times, you know, I've had a bad practice or, I mean, even when I was younger, you know, freshman, sophomore in college, you know, you, you feel like you have to be this person. You right. have to like live up to this name. And mm-hmm. like, I would leave practice and I would come home and cry. I would just feel so worthless. I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm on scholarship. Like he's disappointed in me. And, you know, you put all that pressure and it's just like, you know, I always wish I would have had that person that like looked at me and was like, hey, it's going to be okay. And you were so right. much more than that. And, you know, it's something I stress with the younger girls um, on our team. I, I think of myself as like a mom, to be honest, at this time. <laughs> at at this mom. point in time, I think of myself as a mom. But, you know, it's just really changing that mindset that it's like, hey, you had a bad practice, but that's not all who you are. And right. kind of like seeing past that is it's it's a struggle. But when you can finally see that like bigger picture, that greater picture, it's like, I don't know, you just feel that sense of peace. Yeah, that is definitely true. But it takes it takes that that own confidence. Like you got to see that within yourself. Like you can't like you said, you can always lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Like you're giving great knowledge to these young ladies, obviously being the team mom. But I mean, you just got to like acknowledge it. it. You like know, I have like a baby. I'm yeah. not pregnant. She's not that. pregnant. Or I have Sorry. a baby. Right. She doesn't have one on the way. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody's having children over here. We're young adults, no kids. You know, we are trying to live our lives to the fullest you know, take things in stride and things will happen when they happen here. <laughs> but yeah, no. And that's, I mean, yeah, it is, it's a journey and I can't wait for us to keep going further in this podcast, because if you follow along, we're going to get deep. We're going to mm-hmm. get raw with these emotions and we're going to bring some people on to um, kind of hear their side of the story. Um, just because, I mean, me and Trey have our own experiences, and I mean, ours are similar, you know, we transferred, but 
we have very different, I mean, lives that we lived and completely different sports. So we're definitely going to bring some people on, hear their side of the story and, you know, dig further into, you know, what people really do feel as student athletes and, you know, how can we paint a better picture for the student athletes to come? Absolutely. Because we know athletics will never end. If anything, it's just only going to get bigger. And obviously somebody, you got to retire one day. So it's all going to happen. So we just want everybody to feel welcome, feel safe and know that this is a safe platform for you to feel, you know, like you belong. Obviously, we want to invite everybody to come and join us on this journey. It's definitely going to be fun. When we bring people along as well to get the perspectives, it's going to be very exciting uh, to see their journeys as well. So fun. I'm so excited. I don't know about you, but this is like, yeah. you know, the TikTok that's like, ah, baby girl. <laughs> that's literally yeah. Baby so. girl. I'm the man from the big PJ. Yeah. yeah that I one. really like plug the TikTok. Trey's way more famous than me, but maybe one day I'll get there. So, nah, she's definitely about to blow up on the talk. I haven't been active. I, you know, I've been getting more active recently. So, I'm about to stay consistent with that. You know, catch us on a talk, man. You know, we got to go live a couple times when we start recording these two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to, yeah, we're going to, uh, we're going to stay, uh, up to date with that. Follow us on social media. You know, we got the last lap on uh, Instagram as well. I need y'all to stay in tune. We got more episodes dropping soon, more guests, like she said, and we're just excited about it. We just can't get going. Oh, baby. It feels like so long. Finally. Finally. But yeah, guys. Well, if you're still here, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for supporting us. And catch us next time. Next episode, we're going to talk about each other's last lap and kind of you know that last that last season and I might cry on this one I'm gonna tell you that because my last season anybody who knows me knows that it's not gone well but we're gonna see the positives that's oh yeah we always gotta always gotta be glass half full yeah now we're gonna take a deep dive into that in our last laps and just talk about the emotional roller coasters we faced obviously with performance and dealing with our injuries too so you know it's a it's always interesting we always thank you and we appreciate your time for listening today um catch us next week on our episode of the last lap podcast